0: What's going on, everybody? We are back with another one of these BodySlam.net special interviews, and I'm here with my buddy, my friend Colby Carino. What's going on, man? What's going on, Cass? How are you? Good, brother. Good as always, man. Um, it's been a hot man. It's been but what? I haven't seen you in what a couple months or two? Yeah, something like that. We usually see each other pretty frequently, though. Yeah, yeah, We're we too- we've missed each other. I was I was wanting to ride up to that New Jersey show that you did um, with Sean Henderson to watch George and Jimmy and you and, uh, it was you and your aunt, right? Against. Oh yeah. The Kirk's. Yeah. The Kirk's. That's right. Yeah. I was wanting to get up there to do that, but I don't, I don't think there was room in the car. So I stayed at the house, but. Oh yeah. It seemed pretty packed for the ducks. Uh, it was then Mike and Tim. So Tim, so yeah, I was packed. So I was like, ah, I'll get you next time. (laughs) But yeah, man. So other than that, what's been up, you got a big pay-per-view weekend coming up and that's really the point of this. So you're, you're, uh, you guys are in what New Orleans for hard times on Saturday? Yep, uh, and then we on Sunday we got the Revolution Rumble with Wildcat Sports, uh, right, same venue yeah. in New Orleans. That's what's up. That's and that's Luke Hawks' guys, right? That do Wildcat. Oh yeah, nice. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah, man. So and you uh, you have a pretty big match on Saturday, uh, Davey Richards for the N- uh, MLW National Openweight Title, right? I know it's it's real wild to me. That's like a, a, a literal dream match for me. So how did this come about? Did uh, it's uh, he? Did, did you make the challenge? He make the, how? What how, had this match happen? So uh, at
1: NWA seventy four in St. Louis, uh, it was my birthday weekend, and as my uh, birthday gift, they let me do q and A, a Q&A session with Billy. So me and Billy uh, went with like the some fans came in and uh, they asked us some were able to ask us some questions. And one of the uh, questions that was asked to me was, "What would uh, your dream opponent be?" And I, uh, I said Davey Richards because it, it it was he just happened to be upstairs because uh, NWA brought him in to defend the MLW belt against Silas Mason too, mm-hmm. so uh, it, it just seemed like a really possible match that I knew like that maybe could happen, and uh, I guess Davey saw a clip of me saying that and he personally asked Billy to make that match happen and then he
0: the MLW allowed it to happen so thank you to them. That's awesome. Yeah, man, that's that's really cool, man. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, what else is I mean? So, what else is on that card? I know we got we had has been an interesting weekend week for NWA news with everything going on with Aldis. So, has there been any changes? I've I've not been actually keeping up with it uh, to what's happened since then. Yeah, yeah, Aldis got taken off the cards for the weekend. I I
1: don't think they announced replacement matches quite yet. We got uh, of course, the world's title match with uh, Cardona and Tyrus and Trevor Murdoch um that'll be we, fun that'll be fun real? who are you pulling uh, for oh i think i'm gonna to have to pull for my boy matt cardona like i, I, I thought yeah uh, we had some like real positive momentum as a company like while he was championed and uh,
0: it'd be cool to get some of that back plus he never really lost the belt too so. he didn't yeah i and i was at the one in knoxville the pay-per-view in knoxville when i guess they relinquished when he relinquished the belt or they stripped him of the belt or whatever was that when was that? That was January. What month was that? That was what? Three months ago. I'm trying to remember. It was it, June or July. June or it July? July. Okay.
1: okay.
0: Uh, 74. Nice. Yeah. That was fun too. That we got to hang out during that. that was fun. It was a busy weekend. I think I saw you all over the place that weekend. Oh yeah. But, it was um, it was crazy. So how, how long have you been with the NWA? I've been with the NWA for uh, almost a year and a half now. A year and a half. I was going to say it's been a little bit, but I wasn't exactly sure how long. Um, Let's talk about that. Like, what drew you to you know that style of to wrestling there? That style of wrestling. What what do you think? How's it? What are you guys trying to do there? You're trying to do something different. So let's talk about like how there how that's going and what's what you feel you guys are trying to accomplish there. Because he, he talk, Corgan's made some interesting comments this week about like the NWA style and all that. So let's talk about the NWA style a little bit. All right, so like uh, from the outside looking at before I
1: started NWA, like I was really drawn into it because of the like the tradition and the history and how much like respect they pay to that. Like uh, having having the same titles that like all these legends uh, won is like something that is it's an opportunity for me to add my name to the history books under those legends and stuff, and that a lot of other companies don't have those title lineages or that that history that goes along with it. But then uh, when I started working with the NWA, like I, have really started to vibe with the locker room, and I've realized how much I could like absorb and learn from all the the veterans around me that have been around wrestling for so long, and it's just like a cornucopia of knowledge for me that like I've I've just been feasting on for the past year and a half, and I just feel I feel like with every time I go to NWA, like I end up getting better the week like after the whole week's over, and uh, I just enjoy learning about
0: wrestling and getting better, so that's really cool. That's what's up. Who are some? I mean, we've got who are some of the people that you're like under the learning tree of? There we got? I know uh, Pat Kenny or uh, Simon Diamond, right? Is he there? Oh as yeah. Well, he, who are some of the other names other than like the obvious? You get to work with like Ricky Morton and all those guys, but who are some of the other people that have been uh, influencing your you since you've been there? Uh, Trevor Murdoch is a very like uh, motivating force for me.
1: Um, Luke Hulk's is a, is a real locker room leader. There, he's a he's a guy that like uh, I kind of look at as like a wrestler and a father. I'm like. Mm-hmm. He's a pretty good dude, you know? Uh, I I have a lot of good feelings towards Luke Hawks. The Pope gives me a lot of good info. There's so many, like, uh, of course, I got to mention Homicide. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've learned so much from Homicide, just, like, fighting with him and
0: uh, working with him for the past couple years. Uh, he's, He's had such, like, an influence on me. That was the match you had in Knoxville for the belt, right? For the NWA Junior Title, you guys had a okay. match the pay per view. Yeah, that was just killer, man. You guys did great. Oh yeah, he dropped me on my head with that cop killer. It was crazy. He did. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, what do you what What goals do you have that now that you're there? I mean, obviously you want all the all all the gold. You know, you want to win all the titles. But like, what are some things you're trying to accomplish there with your time in the NWA, other than just adding some titles to your resume? Yeah.
1: Like you said, obviously I want, I want that junior heavyweight belt and like, yeah. I'll, I'll get to the world's title eventually, but I feel yeah. like there should be a stepping stone. But, um, I, I, I want to create a portfolio of just like matches and wrestling and like just memorable moments that 15 to 20 years from now that people, uh, people like me that like go back and watch wrestling for 15, 20 years mm-hmm. ago, that maybe wasn't the mainstream. Oh, excuse me. 15, 20 years ago, that it wasn't exactly the mainstream. Um, like I, I also want. To, I want to make work that's good enough that inspires people to go back and and study all that stuff and watch
0: it, or just to watch it because it's entertaining and memorable. You know. Yeah. No, I definitely know what you mean. I watch more old wrestling than I do current wrestling. Honestly, every night I pop on something old on my on my TV to watch from like. 90s 80s whatever you know so i get it (laughs) for sure that kind of leads me to this you grew up in a wrestling family so like what's it like what's that like i mean your dad is a famous wrestler i mean did you you have any stories memories from a kid of him like what do you remember from that like because he's been wrestling your whole life so i'm sure you've got some good memories and good stories you've gathered from over the years there oh no doubt like um it, to me it was all normal like I didn't I didn't really
1: have like anything else to compare it to I, I I didn't have a ton of friends that like I hung out with or anything like so like it just the wrestling world was my normal life and it was my normal world but like uh I guess like the the one memory I could point to that's kind of like oh like I, I definitely grew up a different way was that um like whenever my dad would would bleed in his matches which was pretty frequently all the time yeah and I was there <laughs> He Would come back and like, I wouldn't be scared, I wouldn't be freaking out or nothing. That my dad was hurt, I would wipe up all the blood. I put the band aids on him wherever he was cut on his forehead or his arm or whatever. And it was just, it was just like, oh yeah,
0: like my dad bleeds for a living. Like, so uh, and that was kind you of you went all, you went around often then to with him on shows when you were a kid, right? you oh yeah, on the road all the time. What oh, was really? some of the like biggest shows that you remember going to that like stand out in your mind now that you realize were like. You might not realize we are that big at the time, but now you're like, oh, shit, I was at that, you know. Probably all the stuff in Japan, honestly. Like, seeing oh, you know, like shit. all the, the legends that like
1: um, that I interacted with in Japan. Like, I don't know if you ever saw the video of me punching out uh, Masato Tanaka and Otani when I was like six years old. And I zero. did not.
0: Yeah. i like have that. to look
1: that up as soon as we get out of here. <laughs> It's crazy. Like, uh, I guess uh, I was just a little upset that my dad got beat up by these two Japanese guys. So after the match, after after he got pinned, I slid in and I punched Masato Tanaka and he bumped for me. And then Otani fed in. I punched him. He bumped too. And I, I chased him to the back. And it was like, it was completely unplanned. It was completely like, like oh, dude,
0: I was just reacting. But it was wild. That, that's amazing. I was about to ask, like, did you talk about this at all? Or it was just oh, like you uh, were just in and then they just knew what to do. Yeah. Made no. it up a hundred
1: percent like it was not called at all but my dad thought he was gonna get fired or something when he got to the back or like he thought he was in so much trouble but like everyone was so like they loved it everyone was just laughing at us and they thought
0: that's at this point did you know like that it was what was going on or were you still like it's still real at that point to you i I think i
1: did know because uh like i don't i don't quite remember it all because i I was young but my dad always tells me that um after like he asked me like what why did you do it Colby and I looked at him and six year old Colby goes well he gave me the eye <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes dude that's great that's that's my that's a great story it's one of my favorites I've heard I love that I didn't realize now that you even went over there and did all that when when you were that little that's that's awesome man oh
1: yeah I've been to Japan like <coughs> four months. I've been to uh, England Germany Wales Finland uh, France Amsterdam but just in the airport. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you definitely didn't grow up a normal life this is compared to the rest of us, then definitely. I thought I did. I thought I did. <laughs> yeah, that's great, man. Uh you started wrestling early too. How old were you? Like 15 yeah. Uh, uh, so you can go on my cage
1: match and you'll find matches that I uh, matches I had when I was four. But yeah. uh I, what I consider my first match where like I actually like planned spots and was like an active participant in it and not just like a like a sideshow to be worked around. I I said yeah. that my first match is was when I was twelve, in December two thousand eight. Wow. So, where, where was that, and who was it against? Um, it was in some small town in South Jersey, and okay. I wrestled. I can't remember what the do the one dude's name was, but the other guy was uh, named the Cremator. Uh, and he was a uh, somewhat tall dude, like six foot one. And he wore Michael Myers mask and jumpsuit. Oh, I was going to say,
0: that's a super good indie gimmick. The cremator. Oh yeah. He <laughs> was, yeah, awesome. was definitely uh, an all time great. That's man. Yeah. You see, it's, see what's crazy to me is like, it's see, you've been wrestling for so long that it that I don't, I realize that you're still young, man. Like it's crazy to me. What well, you're what 20 mid twenties, right? 26, 26. See, yeah, you're still mid twenties, but you've been wrestling for what now? Like that's, you said fourteen or twelve? That's fourteen years, twelve years. That's crazy, man. Oh, almost fourteen! Holy hell! Yeah, like doing that math—that's insane. And that, like, thirteen? Oh, yeah. yeah, dude, that's pretty impressive, man. And like, uh, I remember you from that. It's, that's what's because I remember you here in North Carolina all the time that's where you know I'm from, and you were around here all the time. So like, to me, it just seems like you've been around forever because I've seen you for so long here on this circuit, man. It's crazy. So. Growing up in like, you've been indie wrestling all your life. Do you still talk to your dad about like advice and stuff, or is it just pretty much like you, you've absorbed all that inf- all that uh, knowledge by this point? No, one hundred percent. I still send him all my matches and stuff, and uh, I, he, he doesn't watch them
1: all. Even though I, I, I like this the past weekend, I went to his house, and I, I don't get to see him very often. But I was like, I got all these matches. I need to show you. I need your opinions on them right now, and you're not going
0: anywhere because you ain't got nothing to do, and you're gonna see him. That's cool, man. Uh, what, uh, what's some of like some, what's some of the best advice he gave you going into the wrestling since obviously you knew that you were, you were born into this. So like, what was some of the best advice he gave you, like sending you out to be a professional wrestler? Whew. Uh, that's tough because like a lot of the, I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, I, I wasn't
1: like trained by my dad or anything. He had me trained by, uh, his friend, Mike Keeter. And, um, mm-hmm. like I, I've always gotten like advice from my dad, but like, I always feel like it's not a hundred percent from the 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 coach's mindset that the people at NXT get because they don't like I'm his son and he always yeah. got that 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 sun veil over him that uh, maybe maybe I feel like that I'm a little better than than he would like to say he doesn't want to be as mean as he would like yeah. as to someone else but um, I think I think the best like advice is just. How he how to tell a story and how to properly work with a crowd and that like it, it can't be just pinpointed to one little like uh, line that he said or anything but just because it's just like uh, it's it's so much interest intricacies mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah no I know what you mean and that's something that he was very good at it was engaging with the crowd controlling the crowd and just stood and made him stand apart from a lot of the other people that you would see on the show. And do you, it's, you got the same thing, man. Like I love watching you work the crowd and get out there and just like, and it's fun, man. So yeah, if anybody hasn't seen Colby live, you should do it. It's, it's, it's a good time. Now there's a match I want to talk about that. I want, I want to talk about this George South death match last year at Russell Cade because we, Oh man, I've, that's been one of my favorite matches I've ever seen in in my real, in life, in person, in real life. And I, I've seen a lot of wrestling, man. <laughs> so that, that match, um, let's talk about that. Tell me about that match. Now, was that your idea? A hundred percent. And uh,
1: it was actually just like told as a locker room joke. Like I was sitting, so George was sitting over in a different locker room. And uh, the one locker room that I was in, it was like me and the Dawson brothers. And I was like, you know, it'd be funny if I asked George to have a death match with me. And they're like, oh, ha, go do it, go do it. So, uh, like, a few other people heard the, what I was talking about, and they we, we, like they all followed me to George's locker room. And I, it, was, it must have been such a funny visual, just like this crowd of people, of like 10 people following me <laughs> to uh, go hear George's reaction to me asking this question. And I was like, uh, hey, George, do you want to do a death match with me? And he goes, well, buddy, if we bail to it. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. And like I, I thought he for, for a solid month or two, I thought he was just joking with me. And like every time I would reference it, he would just give me some some answer that's like, oh yeah, we're we're gonna do it, buddy. We're gonna get there. And I just I I always thought it was a joke. And then like we really started like pulling toward it. He was like mm. and the 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 line that he said to me was um oh what was it exactly? I don't I don't wanna don't wanna mess it up. Yeah. He, uh he told me, I was like, George, are we really gonna do this? And he said, Buddy, as long as the art is good, it don't matter what we're painting with.
0: That's a, that's one of the most George South things I've ever heard. And after <laughs> that, I think it was a hundred percent down. And that, like, he was serious about it. That so, he did so good. And look at what's happened since, man. Look at, what know, you, look at the monster you created. <laughs> Uh, first with Effie, and then Jimmy Lloyd, and now Nick Cage, he's calling out the
1: king, bro. Are you hey,
0: going to be there to watch that? That was where I was going next. Are you going oh, to okay. I'm, uh, I'm be there on, too. Those, i am be there, too. But
1: I told AML specifically to please put my match before theirs because I need to give that match my full attention.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. I'll be there, too, all weekend, of course. But I was uh, wondering if I was going to but... see you for that. Mike will be there, too. It's a big weekend for this house, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, dude, yeah, that match, I, it started something. As soon as I watched it, I was like, this is something I never knew I wanted, and now I can't get enough of. I need to see more of George South in death matches. And dude, you've done that, <laughs> you made it happen. Uh, that kind of brings me to that Sean Henderson show because that was the match that I couldn't believe I saw on that. And you pretty much put that show together, right? That um, what was it called Black? Was it Black? something Nerd, or was it Painted Black? Painted Black, yeah, okay. How did how you did you 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 book that show with Sean or how that worked exactly? Yeah,
1: like uh, it was mostly me, and then Sean uh, had like uh, of course had to say because it was his show. So, yeah, but-, uh, but it was very uh, he wanted to make sure that it was a very Colby Credo feeling show. So I had a lot of creative control in it. Um, the I do have to admit though, the loser gets sent back in time match was not my idea. That was Sean's idea, and it was it was an amazing idea. We there we had it we
0: had to do it once I heard that. Uh, that was such a good. I, that just was it. Last week that it came out on Fight TV finally. I think. Yeah. Or yeah, IWTV, yeah or whichever WT. one it was. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah
1: some uh unfortunately one of the production members got COVID. The that would be the live editor for it. Um, mm. so. so we did not have one. Then we tried to find one, and then we did find a live editor, and then they didn't have the right equipment on the day of, and then it was it was big. Yeah. Was, either way, it's up Thank now, and everybody can enjoy up, it on IWTV. Watch it. Yeah. Forget
0: all about that drama. You should. It's incredible, man. Like that really was. How how fun was that? Watching your like your brain your brainchild come to to life there in front of you, because it was like it's a hell. That was a hell of a show, man. I enjoyed the hell. Oh of that. yeah,
1: like that wasn't my first like show that the cold Carino show that I've run, but uh, that was the first one. I think I've really got to be able to sit back and enjoy and not be super worried. Like uh, my match with my aunt and the Kirks. Like I, I felt super confident and safe with that, and just that we weren't going to be going out there and having uh, the five-star classic. We were going out there and going to put on an entertaining match. And so I feel like that kind of like took a lot of pressure off me and I was able to enjoy. Uh, oops, sorry. Got to sorry there. No worries. And I uh, got to enjoy a lot more of the show than I usually would. And um, George and Jimmy ended up being one of my favorite matches of the year, which is crazy because I, I, I specifically asked George not to do a death match. And this crazy sob goes
0: out there and is using tubes and barbed wire and oh my goodness, dude he's 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 embraced it. It's amazing to me just to see this be <laughs> just this second coming of George South as a deathmatch wrestler. To me, is one of my favorite things ever. It's I great. love it so much. He might be the GCW champion at the end of the month. <sighs> that promo, man, that was awesome. <laughs> I'm waiting for Nick's response. I don't think we've got that yet, but it'll you be gotta good.
1: get George on here, but. uh I don't know oh, if his flip phone will be able. That's to- what I was gonna say. Yeah. do they not have a flip phone. <laughs> I was saying somebody's got to show him how to use a computer,
0: buddy. Okay. You can call me, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll call
1: George, and I'll put it up to the camera.
0: We'll figure something out. I'll just do an interview there with him, like. In, at yeah, I guess I'll we just can do, do that. it. Let's <laughs> do it there. We'll just me and you will sit down, and me, you, and Michael sit down. The four of us will have a conversation. That's all I really want. Oh have.
1: my goodness, that that sounds like content right there doesn't it
0: just to get him telling stories oh my god and you guys asking dude you guys would definitely <laughs> be able to prime him up to another level that would be the best thing for anybody to see we're gonna make that happen or else okay i've already decided that now but one thing i wanted to ask you gonna get, get, try to bring this back here is uh you know, you're know you being a, a wrestler you travel all over the time and now you're a dad how does how do you balance that out like this that's got to be pretty difficult to Figure out uh, how to work, do all all that. You, well, see, I, mean, uh, I saw the man right there. It's for him to just saunter
1: in and make an appearance. Yeah, exactly. like we but, planned uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take your picky day out for the camera, but um, it's yeah. it, buddy. It, it's pretty cool, man. Like um, yeah. My my wife works during the week, so I'm like the stay at home dad, and uh, so I get to spend a lot of time with him. Oh, uh, nice. Do you like it?
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see. Look at you guys. That's right. I can see it right here in your eyes, man. You two have the same eyes, bro. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, it's the Carino eyes. My dad's got yeah. them. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. But no, I was wondering how that how that was going because like uh, I see you guys, I see you and I see your wife, uh, or on the weekends so I'm up to you both, but I haven't seen him yet. So it was good to see. Little, little man. Hey, what's up, buddy? What you got?
1: hey talk.
0: Yeah, we're talking. We're talking all to Cass. Right.
1: Oh,
0: it's all right. What do you got? What's up, buddy? How you doing? Hi. <laughs> Hi. How old are you? A while. Tell everybody how old you are. How are, you? Uh, are you three. Oh, three? He, yeah, he actually is three. I think that's the wow, first Wow, good had. job, that's man. I g- I'm glad we got that on camera. Man, and we got his, we, his first ever interview
1: spot, too. Oh, yeah, this is definitely earlier than. Actually, no, I was definitely on some of those RF video shoots
0: at this age. Gotcha. Sure. I forgot about those. Well, man, yeah, so big weekend for you, brother. I'm glad you got a chance to uh, to sit down and talk to me, with me about it. I uh, <laughs> It's one of those I wish I could be there, man. I wish I could be there to watch that live, but that's a little far for me to get to New Orleans this weekend. Yeah, it's, but, it's a bit of a hike from uh, North Carolina. It is. So other than that, what else you got coming up? You've got that big NWA weekend this weekend, and what else is in the, leading up before we get Russell Caden? Uh, next
1: weekend, the weekend after NWA, I'm going to Tennessee for ICW. I'm going to do the okay. Pit Fighter. Maybe is that, as well. is that
0: in Chattanooga?
1: or is that yeah, Nashville? yeah, over at the TWE building. So I'm going to hang out nice. with Jaden and stuff.
0: And that's that's the 20th or something like that, I think. Is that right?
1: 18th and 19th. 18th, 18th
0: and 19th. Pit Fighter 19th is uh, the No Holds Barred. Okay. Or the Chains. That's what's up. Man, I didn't know you were going to that. That would be fun. Who do you oh, you know? Yeah. Who you work? Do you know who you wrestling? Uh, I'm wrestling Akira and the Pit Fighter. Oh my guy, that's my dude too. So that's gonna be fun as hell, man. I can't wait. Oh to see yeah,
1: we got to have a one match before a catalyst, but that
0: was in New York, and so New York kind of has all those lame restrictions. Yeah, you can't. He ain't got no restrictions, baby. Tennessee's got nothing. Yeah, it's wide open down there. So that's what's up. And you're uh, doing a uh, WrestleCade weekend at the end of the month, and I guess that's about it. for November, probably right. Yep. And um, yeah, then. And the weekend after
1: that, I got some Sean Henderson show. I think I'm wrestling Dylan McKay. And then
0: uh, I think we're going right into NWA tapings after that. Man, that's what's up, dude. Busy.
1: Oh, yeah. Busy for the rest
0: of the year, man. i love to see it, man. Well, buddy, if there's anything, tell everybody where to find your stuff, where to find you on social media. Push yourself. Let everybody know how to get a hold of you and uh, all that. And we'll let you get back to hanging out with the fam. All righty. So uh, here's my spiel.
1: Find me on Twitter at Colby Carino. Find me at Instagram at Colby. because some little girl uh, got Colby Carino and is inactive on there. So I got to do something about that. I ain't got the TikTok, but I got the Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Colby Carino. Buy some t shirts and stuff. And uh, Alan, uh... oh yeah. So in December, on December 1st on IWTV, my Life of documentary is dropping. So if you're a fan Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Those are
0: good. Those are good. I didn't know you did one of those, man. Oh yeah. And not only that, but it's a two-parter episode. I, I, I bet. A lot of stuff with a little man there, I bet, huh? Oh yeah. He was telling me to be <laughs> quiet. I guess I was getting too excited. <laughs> you can't get loud. You get too loud, Dad. Bring it down. Get yeah, too hype
1: about my documentary.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Oh yeah, buddy. Well, thanks for doing this with me, man. I, I can't wait to see you soon. And uh we'll do more Thank stuff at for- Russell We're gonna we're gonna do that. We're gonna do that panel, me you. Mike and George is going to be incredible. Yeah, we spoke it. Now we have to. Oh yeah, I think I got a table. I think Tracy got me a table. So if we, if it's too loud there, we'll just go somewhere else and do it. But we'll make it happen. Amazing. I can't. I'm looking forward to this. Well, man, thanks again, brother. I can't wait to see you in a couple weeks. Good luck this well, weekend. I'll be watching and pulling for you, man. Kill it. And, hell uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Can't wait to see you then, brother. Well, thanks again. This has been Casty Haynes with Colby Carino uh, for BodySlam.net, and uh, yeah, guys, see you soon. Thanks.